in the shower, car, or on the can. As moms, we all know those are about the only times in a day where we are alone and sane, if we're lucky. That's why we created Mom Goal, a weekly podcast designed to give moms all they need to know to become moguls in 15 minutes or less. So lather up, turn up the volume, or stay secretly hiding in peace on the pot a bit longer. Let's go. Mongols, we are back and talking five minutes of physical again with certified life coach and intimacy expert, Chelsea Skaggs. Welcome back to the show, Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Welcome back. Thank you so much. All right. Well, let's dive more into communication. What to say to your partner instead of, I'm tired. I mean, we've all said it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. So first of all, Let's just pause for a minute and think about how many conversations we have with our partner, but they're not there. (laughs) I'm talking about all the ones we have in our head, especially in the early days when you don't have a lot of overlap time to communicate. So first thing in communication is to just do a little check-in with yourself. Okay, did I have this conversation when my partner was there or did I have it without them there, but I'm expecting them to know the outcome from that conversation. It's so true. It's, so true. <laughs> it's like, did I talk to myself? Cause I swear I said it, but maybe I told myself, but I'm swear to God, my husband, I'm like, do you listen? Am I the Charlie Brown teacher? Right. It's like details. Maybe he'll catch like every third word. Right. And like, we're like, Oh, I never heard about this. I'm like, I just don't think our brains are the same. But- right. Oh, they're definitely not. So sometimes you even have to say like, hey, look at me. Do you hear? (laughs) This is really important stuff. (laughs) Look at me. Look at me. You need to listen. Yes. But Kristen, when we were talking about that example, um, specifically about sex, like, oh, I'm too tired. It's been a long day. (laughs) All of these things that we we say and we hear. and, And I validate. Like, it is effing exhausting to be a mom. So just validating that. But I think that we also, most of the time, want to meet each other's needs. We want to be connected to each other. That desire is there. Our partners want to be more supportive. We want to answer to their love language, you know, if it's physical touch or whatnot. So really, I'm always asking you guys to back up and peel back layers here. But figuring out, first of all, what do you need, and we're talking sex specific here, to get into the mood. So instead of this, I'm tired, not tonight, having some plan here. So for example, babe, I really want to connect with you tonight. In order for me to turn off my brain and get into the mood, I need blank. I need you to pick up dinner tonight. I need you to do bedtime so I can have a shower. I need to have a walk by myself to clear my brain. This is where knowing what you need is so important and being able to communicate that. And this goes even back to the physical stuff we talked about, right? You might not know, but my pelvic floor shifted so much. Like, I didn't even know this, honey. Like, I'm learning this and I want you to learn this too. It's not about you, but I need to take this slow so that I can figure out what's still healing or what's still tense. So the more that we understand about what's going on in us, 
then we can communicate with less snappy, accusatory, kind of distancing defensive communication. Makes so much sense. And we can totally relate, Chris and I, to, to all of these situations, but keeping that in mind, like, if you want, if we want this to happen, then I need a shower. Yeah. I need to get away. I need to feel good because I always say it's really not about them. It's really all about you. Which is why this requires, I call this proactive communication versus reactive communication. So you have to be able to say, in order to blank, I need blank. And this requires a little proactive thinking, knowing yourself and sharing with your partner. You know, maybe you do scheduled sex night for the first few months while you get back into it. That is pretty normal. And that gives you the chance to say, I know I need the dishes done. I need to write down my to-do list and I need a shower, whatever it is for you. So what you're saying is scheduled sex is okay. It can be sexy. Okay. All right. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. Because, you know, everything else, right? Don't we, mom goals? We do. Schedule everything. Because a lot of people say, oh gosh, how unsexy. So you're saying it's okay. It's okay to schedule it in. Yeah. So there are two reasons why I think this can actually be sexy. First of all, we take away that rejection, like night after night, day after day. Our partners, if they're feeling rejected, they're not understanding how we're feeling. They're not understanding our body changes. What they hear is rejection, rejection, rejection. Not great for your relationship. Second, this gives you the chance to be proactive. You don't have to go every single day of the week wondering, is he gonna try to put the moves on me? But you can have a day. Today, I'm getting a shower. Today, I'm gonna let myself have some sexy thoughts. Today, I'll let the dishes sit in the sink overnight, but only today. And then you can kind of let down some of those guards and those things that can prevent you from getting in the mood. I love it. Everyone can be prepared and expectations are set. I love all of this. And Mongols, be sure to check out Chelsea's Relationship Jumpstart Bundle, which you can find on our socials and in our show notes. Because like I said, we all need a little help in this department. And stick around next week because Chelsea is going to talk with us about creative ways to make that whoopee happen. All right. We'll see you next week, Chelsea. Bye. Ever ask your friends what podcasts they're listening to? Well, no need to ask any longer. Meet Good Pods, the social podcasting app. You can see what your friends are listening to and connect with your favorite host. Uh, Hopefully us. Join the Mongol group on Good Pods for a direct line to us and our listeners. We're back and talking five minutes of finance again with day trader and profit room co-founder Latoya Smith. Hello, hello, hello. Hello again. We're so excited to have you. And this week, we teased last week, we're going to unveil who the middleman is, okay? So let us know who is that middleman when it comes to stocks and day trading. All right, will do. Isn't it interesting that almost everything I can think of have a middleman? For example, if I wanted to buy a house, I have to go through a real estate agent, right? So the stock market is extremely similar, okay? So there's always a middleman. In this case, the middleman is the broker. You cannot buy or sell a stock without having a broker. Now I'm gonna go through a few of them. 
especially one that revolutionized the industry in a sense, okay? So the first one I'm gonna go through is called Fidelity. Fidelity Investments is a great broker, but I like them in particular for long-term investing. So if you have a Roth IRA or IRA, or if you're rolling over your prior IRA, they are the to-go-to broker in my opinion. Back when I was working at the investment bank, they actually managed the company's 401k plans. We had Fidelity as that portfolio manager in a sense, right? They were in control of that aspect. Now, being that I am independent, meaning I have my own Roth IRA that I control now since I no longer work, but work for myself, I still have my long-term investments with Fidelity. I'm able to control and allocate the funds that I want, or if I want to stop pick, if I choose, I prefer to go with them. They also have great tools in terms of if you were to do research, if you want to pick out mutual funds, et cetera, they are your two go-to guys when it comes to long-term investing. Now for short-term trading, I'm very fond of E-Trade as well as TD Ameritrade. Now, both of these brokers are pretty good. I'm more focused on TD Ameritrade because I work with them for probably the last 15 years. I like them because they have a platform which is called Thinkorswim. Now, this platform has all the tools we need in order to do something called technical analysis. Technical analysis is basically tools traders use in order to predict where a stock may go. So that platform have the bells and whistles that we need. I believe they are great for beginners to start off with. Like everything, there is a learning curve to learn the platform, AKA that particular software, okay? They no longer charge a commission, and I'm gonna tell you why. Robin Hood. Oh. You heard of Robin Hood, right? Yes. 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 So when Robin Hood came onto the scene, how did they revolutionize the industry exactly? Well, they came out where they said, hey, you can use our amazing platform via your mobile, is user friendly. And guess what? Best of all, no commission. I can buy and sell stock without paying the broker a commission. As of prior, platforms like E-Trade or Brokers, Fidelity still charges a commission, but Thinkorswim or TD Ameritrade also charge a commission at the time. They end up dropping their commission. I like to say the year was maybe 2016, 2017, but who forced them? Robin Hood. They had to adapt to the changes because all these clientele, right? All these clientele, they were, especially the, the beginners, right? The newbies or the new generations, they were gravitating towards Robin Hood. Okay. That's how not? fast, yeah. Cause yeah, it was why like, why you... do we have to pay for our stock? I'm sure you make money somehow. Yes. So those would be my recommendations for long-term investing, as well if you want to get into trading, look at E-Trade as well as uh, TD Meritrade. So you would you recommend now E-Trade or TD Ameritrade because they don't charge commission? Would you recommend those? Correct. I okay. will still recommend them over Robinhood because Robinhood still do not have the tools we need as traders 
in order to work the markets proficiently. So E-Trade, TD Ameritrade will still be my two go-to brokers. We need those tools, so we'll get, on, we'll get on those. We'll get on those ones. Thank you for the really, really powerful insight. This is such good information. Yes. And we've got more. We've got Latoya next week too. So stick around because we are gonna get our money mindset ready so we can reap those benefits of that financial freedom we all dream about. So yeah, ready. Good. gonna be good. All yes. right, see you next week, Latoya. Awesome, Bye. can't wait. Thank you. Bye. Mommy. Mommy. <sighs> all right, Mom Goals, time to talk five minutes of emotions with myself and Kristen this week. And this week, we are talking about putting motherhood on your resume. Yes, I love this so much. Right, right? Yes. So I'm a part of a group called Hey Mama, which is an amazing networking group started out of New York City. And on May 18th, they started a movement about adding mother to your resume, especially on LinkedIn, um, which I think is amazing because oh, totally. lots of times motherhood, it's not seen as an advantage. It's actually a career killer Which for is most. crazy. Oh my gosh. Right? When it's the hardest we've ever worked. Oh yeah. Yeah. In our lives. Yes. yes. So I think it's amazing that there is this movement about putting motherhood as a job because it yeah. is a job and it's the hardest, hardest job, job <laughs> by far on your resume. So yes. Kristen, I know you made a shift and you're momming real hard I'm right now. Very hard right now. As soon as I saw this come out, I saw an article on it. I was like, yes, we need this. Moms, we need this. And I immediately put mother on my LinkedIn because I was like, yes, I'm not, I'm still want to advance my career, but I'm, I'm at home with the kids and I am still picking up those leadership skills while at home with the kids. So why not get credit for that? I mean, it's like you said, it's the hardest job. So motherhood on the resume, M-O-T-R is the movement. And we want all of you mom girls out there Put it on your LinkedIn. Put it on your resume. We should celebrate this. This is so important. We should celebrate it. I mean, no one has taught me more patience in life than uh, Rin and Nev Kelly. I've go. never had to work, right, on my patience, on my how do I communicate with the drunken toddler? Like, how do I get through to you? How do I remain calm oh, yeah. in these tough situations when I just want to lose my mind? Yep, yep. And I say, if you want something done in the, the least amount of time and the most efficiently, ask a mother to do it. Yep. Because we are constantly thinking of four to five things in our brain, yep. doing two to three things at the same time physically. I yes. mean, it's just a constant constant multitasking skill that we have. And that is a skill that can be transferred to any job. Absolutely. Any Absolutely. Job. After the move to Columbus, Ohio, and I started working full time, I definitely felt like the mother hen, you know, yeah. in terms of organization. Are you doing this? Are oh, you doing yeah. that? And they would always say, oh, thanks, mom. I was. I was definitely, you know. Project managing at yes, home. Yes. Multitasking. I mean, it was like, like just making sure people are on top of their shit, which I have to do on a daily basis at home. And it was a very transferable skill to the workplace. So put motherhood on the resume. Thank you, Hey Mama, for starting this movement because we should be proud and it should be honestly one of our highest ranking jobs on there because it's the hardest job we got. Yeah. Love it. All right, you guys, stick around next week because we're talking, I mean, I know we're talking sex a lot, <laughs> but we are talking putting out, putting out. Yes. Wink. Wink, wink. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. 
All right, Mom Goals, that's all the time we have. Thanks for listening. Want more Mom Goal? Follow us on Instagram at Mom Goal. And don't forget to leave us a review.